What up, what up? Welcome to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. It's September 24th. Once again, a great show here for you. Today, we're starting with the sports rundown as per usual. We've got the wing review. We're going to go into some Loris trivia, talk about the go to the week again, and then we'll finish off with some questions. Let's just dive right into that sports rundown. Yesterday, senior Jake Grabner won the Loris Fall invite with a 72. Men's soccer split on the weekend. A tough loss against number six in the country, University of Chicago. It was a thrilling game. They lost 2-1. to one. They bounced back well with a 9-0 victory over Iowa Wesleyan. And then, bouncing into that tennis, freshman Ian Code winning the C-Flight Singles Championship. Sophomore Riley Collins placed third in the B-Flight for those singles championships. Those are our sports recap for the week. If you want to see any of those other Loris Athletics, you can check out dohawks.com. All right, I think that brings us to our weekly wing review. So this past week, we went to Shot Tower Inn, downtown Dubuque, and the scores are the following. Dex as in Dexter Bass, 7.2, Cole, 7.8, me, 8.1, Jim, Napersack, executive producer, shout out, 6.3, lowest score of the group, Trent, 6.6, for an average of a 7.2. All right, now let's get into it. Where does that put this, like, ranking? It's got to be number three, right? That was overall in third, yeah, third best. So Hilltop, Great Dane, Shot Tower. And then Jumpers was last, yeah. I can't believe Great Dane is second. It I is. I thought that was the worst so far. Worst? Worst. I mean, all right, that's not, we're here to talk about <laughs> Shot Tower this week. Um, Shot Tower was, I mean, it was a good wing. The size could have gotten a lot better. Uh, yeah, I will say that the downsize of, of the wing was they were very small. I thought it was the best sauce. Minus Hilltop, that was the best sauce that we've had. I agree. I really liked the sauce. I mean, I was the only one that gave it in the eights. So, uh, once again, second week in a row, highest rating of the group, 8.1. I got a lot of flack for it, but I thought they were really good wings to the point where I would go back there just to get the wings, and that does say a lot. The The meat was good. The flavor was good. Granted, I was super hungry when I got there, so maybe that inflated the score a little bit, but good wing. And, I mean, I'll talk. The meat fell off the bone again. Again, that's one of the biggest things that I look for. Mm-hmm. Meat was very good, very tender, easy to go. I don't know. I I really struggled with this one again. I struggle a lot eating a lot of wings. Um, but to me, it, it was really, at the end of the day, I felt like it was a glorified bar wing. Mm. Like I thought it was an above average bar wing. How dare you? Which, I mean, looking back at my scores, I think I only rated it like 0. 0.3 higher than jumpers. So, I mean... I think I thought it was a little better than Jumpers, but I didn't think it came close to a Great Dane or a Hilltop. Oh, okay. I mean, it didn't come close to a Hilltop. I agree there. We all um, agree Hilltop's on a whole nother level. Right. Um, but, um, but I honestly think that it t- it came close to touching Great Dane. Yeah, 100%. It was way better. But for me, again, I mean, I but, still think we should have tried the... I, sh- I think we should have tried the bourbon sauce or the, the sweet chili sauce because I'm into those different sauces. And maybe that's where my ratings are low because, we again, we had a plain <laughs> buffalo and a barbecue, 
which the barbecue was a lot better than jumpers. I'll give you that. Um, it was better than point three better than jumpers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would agree with you that. But the buffalo was. I mean, it's still just it's buffalo sauce. It's nothing crazy. But I like that's where I liked like those bourbon sauces or or the sweet chili, the the crazy one. The only thing that I will give you that when we were doing the review. Uh, you're big on it being cooked into it instead of lathered on. You can mm-hmm. tell those are were like they're the same wings, and then they put the sauce on. But the sauce was good. I mean, yeah, I that's where and that's where I loved Great Danes because you could tell the sauce was like cooked onto the wing, and it wasn't just like poured on at the end at, after they're done cooking. So, right. And then afterwards, we ordered a ton of pizza, and the pizza was really good there. I thought. It was cut into to small squares. I usually love when a restaurant does that. Uh, what did we get? Pepperoni? And, and the pepperoni was the best by far. And there was sausage. It was okay. But the pepperoni was fire. And usually I'm, I'm actually not a big fan of, of Shot Towers pizza. Um, but it was actually pretty good. I, maybe I was hungry, hungry like you, Nick. But mm. um, it was better than normal. And I think Jimmy said that too. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they changed something up over there. So go check for yourselves. Head over to Shot Tower, order some wings, order some pizza, give your give your own review. Give your re- review, let us know. Uh, give us that shout out on Twitter. Uh, comment on us, let us know what your review is. At Tuesday's WNC. <laughs> All right, so what are we going to make that transition into that go to the week? Yep, let's go with the go to the week again. Let's see what we got in the hat. This week we're going to go with Twitch streamers. And right, uh, to so be completely honest, I I don't have any knowledge on this topic. So Twitch, Twitch is a format in which you can stream online gaming and some other things, I believe. And we have someone here that's going to actually talk about that I mean, Dex is over here, Dexter Bass, Assistant Director of Athletic Communications. He's jumping up and down off his seat right now. <laughs> I'm just going to let him kind of take over my mic, and like he, he's going to give his goat input for this All one. All right, but well, before, before he talks, just to make things clear, as we are creating the list of sports that we would take from the hat – Yes, this is considered a sport after some debate, so we'll get into that as well. So we have Dexter here about to hop on the mic and give us some insider information. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Yes, Twitch technically can be classified as a sport because it falls in under the category of eSports. Mm-hmm. So that online community that's finally, that finally has tournaments and individual tournaments, team tournaments, they have team houses and things like that. Hold on, I have a question. I heard some rumors that NCAA is looking into having this become a sanctioned sport. Is this true? There's a lot of schools that's jumping on board. Um, the latest D3 school that I know that added esports was Trine. Oh, wow. Okay. So now Trine has esports, and I want to say that they have League of Legends, Dota, and maybe Fortnite. Don't quote me, but I know that they do have a lead mm. team. I know that there's a, a lot of Big Ten club teams. Okay. Uh, there's some eSports that are like their club. I don't know if they're initially NCAA sanctioned, but I do know that on the Big Ten Network, they do stream some of those uh, eSports games. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'll have to catch it. But yeah, once again, I uh, like Cole said, I don't know anything about, about this, so I'm going to hand off the debate of GOAT of Twitch to you two. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and I would say one big thing for this is – Especially when you're when you're streaming. I mean, obviously there's there's goat of video gamers, and I think we're kind of staying away from that. I would say this: the goat of Twitch streaming is really a lot of it is per- personal preference. I mean, because 
and at the end of the day, they're really entertainers. They're they're online entertainers, and you're basically just watching because it's entertaining. I would agree. It definitely falls on the perf- personal preference, but one of the things that could sort of distinguish who is the goat of Twitch streamers are those streamers that are able to stream multiple games and still pull the same number of viewers. Now, for me, I'm not sure who you're going to choose, Trent, but I'm going to go ahead and go with a League of Legends player, Sneaky, from Cloud9. He consistently pulls 30-plus thousand viewers on his streams. He mostly streams League of Legends, but in the case where it takes a while for him to find a game, he will stream other games, and his viewers won't fade. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're when you're thinking of that, that wasn't my original thought. I mean, originally my thought was Ninja. I mean, I, I would imagine that a lot of people have heard of, heard of Ninja. Um, and I, the reason I chose him, I still have another one, but the reason I chose him was he was really kind of the lead in, like, the revolution of, like, Twitch streaming. I feel like as soon, like, what, two years ago, like, 2016, 2017 was when kind of Fortnite got popular. Um, and he jumped on to that right away and he led the train. Um, and really, I mean, that's why I think he is, it could be considered the goat because his, um, character outside of Twitch streaming. And I mean, he's actually even transferred to, to mixer now, but, um, his community presence and his, um, basically icon has actually gone outside of the realm of, of just video games. I mean, he just signed a deal with Adidas. I mean, Wow. I don't even know another video gamer who's signed any like sporting wear clothes like a, a deal. Right. I know streamers that sign with PC parts or computer chairs and things like that. But what a lot of people don't know is that back in I want to say 2013, 14, when Halo was still sort of big, that's when Ninja really got his start, and he started streaming. He didn't have a lot of viewers, but he stayed with it, and then he finally broke broke in, and now he's one of the most watched streamers, mm-hmm. regardless of the platform. Yeah. Because now, you know, we still have people going to YouTube, Twitch, Mixer is now in the mix, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So it sounds to me like Ninja might be the GOAT. I mean, I... I Again, I think it's really because of his he kind of revolutionized the 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 Twitch streaming. I mean, he brought up he was one of the main Fortnite streamers and and how big Fortnite grew in a span of 6 months or a year. I just think that it's hard to rule him out as not the goat. For somebody that doesn't know a whole lot about the Twitch streaming, I would honestly kind of compare him to Tiger Woods and golf. Golf wasn't really mm. like it had some but what Tiger Woods was able to do for the game of golf absolutely took it from zero to, like, hero. And, like, kind of like video gaming the Twitch streaming, it wasn't really that big of a thing. And to be honest, if I were to give a go to the week, it would have been Ninja just because he's, like, the one person that I did know. I did know that he was super successful in different competitions. Uh, so, again, kind of like that one person. Uh, if you'd go around the – anywhere in the United States and you would ask anybody if they know a professional golfer, they'd say Tiger Woods. If you were to say the same thing about Twitch streaming, I bet you Ninja, just because of the name. And he's Mm -hmm. kind of the one that started it, kind of the pioneer. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll say this. Cole and I actually had a roommate a couple years ago that would just sit on the couch and watch 
Twitch streams of video gamers for just hours on end. And he was fascinated and thoroughly entertained. It's something I never really understood, but yeah, and it's, um, it's funny because Ninja actually he was on Jimmy Fallon, uh, a late night show, um, and he and he was asked that question: Why why do people sit and watch people play video games when you could go play them yourselves? Mm. Um, and his answer was was really perfect. It's so why don't you go out and play football, but you watch the NFL? Because you can't do some of the things that they're doing at such a high level that it's entertaining to watch. You watch the NFL because it's entertaining, but you, you I mean, you could go play video games yourself, but you're also not playing at the level that some of these players are playing at on, on Twitch. Right. That makes total sense. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. All right. So in conclusion, you're going to pull for Ninja. I, I mean, yeah, I really, I got to pull for Ninja. I actually want to give a shout out to my boy, Tim, the tap man. He's my favorite streamer, but again, that's all personal preference. And I, and I think that, I think Ninja overall is probably a, a more popular, more known, and probably considered more of the goat than Tim. Um, well, but I just think it's his username, right? Is Ninja? Ninja, yeah. Tyler yeah. Tyler Blevins is his, is his real name. Right, okay. Yeah. I would say, if we're gonna give a group consensus, we can give it to Ninja. But again, I urge you to. Just like you have your own favorite NFL team, NBA team, what have you, whatever your favorite sport is, your favorite golfer, your favorite tennis player, Roger Federer, check out some Twitch streams, see if you like it. If you don't, then, hey, maybe that's not for you, but you can find your own go to the week. Mm-hmm. And I, Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's a lot personal preference and who you think's funny and who you think's good, and it's up to you, really. All right, so that brings us to our next section, which is Loris Trivia with Trent the weekly section where Cole and I try not to look bad and really test our knowledge of what we've learned so far. And hopefully us, hopefully you can learn along with us. That's really the point of this whole section is to learn more about like the ins and outs of, of Loris and see if Trent can dig up some good facts for us here. Yeah. Um, I actually think last week was harder than this week. I think I got some easier ones for you. I'm going to, I'm going to, toss you off a softball here what is the name of the stadium that football soccer and lacrosse plays in the rock bowl yeah (laughs) we were waiting to just jump on that as soon as you finish that that one should have been answered that fast too i just wanted to wanted to make sure um which is a cool name by the way yeah like that i I mean it's a really cool stadium the way that it's built is really cool yeah with like the it's like dug into the ground and yeah i really like it yeah um second question what or sorry, not what? Who was Loris College named after? Wow, uh, I mean, obviously Loris has got to be in the name. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow, I should know this actually. I feel like this would be something that would come up in in the research I've been doing to try to not look as bad during this section. <laughs> but of course, no, I don't know the answer. Nothing. I would say like a Sir Michael Loris. Uh, no. He is a statue in front Sir of Kane Michael Hall. Loris. Is a statue? Does that help in front of Kane Hall? No, no. it just makes me look worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Bishop Matthias Loris. Bishop ah, Matthias. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So now you know. Indeed. All right. Last one. Who won the first team national title and in what year? The f- first? I'm going to say track and field this last spring. You're right. Wow. Women, women's track and field. Correct. Last correct. 
Yeah, I'm impressed. I knew I that thought was I would the most stump recent. I just thought there would be one before I thought that. I, could I know there's been a lot of close calls. Well, soccer went to the national championship mm-hmm. game, right, and mm-hmm. lost. In the and shootout. wrestling uh, came in second and was national runner-up. Right. Um, and there's been multiple individual national t- uh, champions. Right. Um, right. But, yeah, that was our first team title. So congratulations awesome. to and the And finishing the highest field. in that Laramie Cup, uh, 16 in the country. So that was high. Mm-hmm. Watch out for those Dewhawk Athletics. Yep. <laughs> and that's that, that was all I had for, for Laura's trivia this week. All right. Well, so much for being an easy one. <laughs> I thought it was pretty easy, three, right? You got two out of three. Two out of three. From here on out, you're not allowed to say if it's going to be easy or hard. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll let you guys decide at the end. Yeah. All right. So that brings us into our next section, which is questions from you guys. So let's see what we had today. And let's pull out the list. All right. Here we go. All right. This is a serious question. Um, what would you recommend to reduce stress in the life of a student? Well, I would say two things. One would be get more sleep. It's really important to get sleep, not only just for your energy levels, but stress plays a big role in that. And you're, if you're getting the amount of sleep that you need to get, your stress levels just by, just by getting more sleep will be reduced. And then everything else you will be able to handle better because of that. Your body needs a certain amount of sleep. So just by adding in a, an hour or so of sleep, that's going to make a big difference. Also, I would say exercise. I know a lot of you guys are student athletes, so that you don't really necessarily have to worry about that part. But those that aren't student athletes, you got to get enough exercise because that's going to make a big difference in your stress levels too. Uh, kind of going off that, uh, have an out. Have a place that you go. Whether that's the gym, getting that exercise, whether that's to the library, that's, whether that's listening to music, whether that's making music, whether that's going for a jog, whether that's studying, having out, if whatever's stressing you, go somewhere. Uh, in college, I had two different places. Uh, if school was stressing me out, I went to the golf course. If, go- if golf was stressing me out, I went to the gym. Um, those are, like, I went there. That's where I was able to clear my mind and get myself kind of back to, mm-hmm. back to set, back to sane. Um, another thing is rely on those friends. Make some good friends. Um, talk to them. Talk things out. Have those different like sessions where you, you get everything off your mind. Uh, but then also, lastly, worry about yourself. Uh, be selfish sometimes. Uh, make yourself first. Quit stressing out about trying to make everybody happy. Uh, that's something that some freshmen might fall into because they think they want to try to make some friends. But worry about yourself. Do what's best for you at certain times. Um, I'm not saying be selfish all the time and help others and be respectful and stuff like that, but like at the end of the day, worry about yourself and make sure that you're right. Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of it is is that mental part where it's like you're almost worried about stressing. You're stress. You're you're stressing about worrying about more stress, oh, totally. and it just kind of yeah. adds up. And if you basically can clear that from your mind, you could actually get what you have to get done instead of worrying about getting something done in time. And it's like you're almost kind of overthinking um, everything that you have to do when you could just do it. And also change things up. If you are a person that likes to study early in the morning, try at night sometimes. I know a lot of people, they can't study periodically throughout the week and they like to cram, but just try it once or twice and see what works for you. Yeah, that's a great point right there. What All right. Next? next question. What is the best place to hike in Dubuque? Now, I mean, you guys are pretty, so, pretty new, but you might. I know Cole has a dog, so maybe you've you've visited some places. So, kind of like when I first, kind of going back to that that out that I said, um, 
when I first got here and I was kind of new to Dubuque and uh, trying to make some of those friends, kind of like leaning on so what I said to kind of re- relieve that stress, um, I looked up different places, uh, and I even have that Trails app on my phone that kind of brings up different trails. Mine's a Spain. Uh, that was one that kind of popped up. I believe they have a couple of different trails uh, within just that place itself. Great views. I mean, I haven't been able to because I've been digging deep on and recruiting and practice. But mine's Spain was great and definitely needed to look at more trails because I'm sure there's plenty around here. Yeah, I mean, do you know of any other ones, Nick? I no, don't I actually haven't been to any of the official trails around mm-hmm. here. I've, I've explored a little bit and I've walked along like the uh, the riverfront and explored that. But no, I've been. I'm curious as to see what you guys would say because I want to explore more. Yeah, um, I mean, Mines of Spain is is probably one of the top favorites. I, I know from a lot of people. Um, Swiss Valley uh, Nature Preserve is also a good one. Um, a little. I'm trying to think of how I could describe it. It's it's not the same as, as Mines of Spain where there's a lot of rocks and cliffs and stuff. It's a little more flat. Um, and then uh, also Eagle Point Park, It's I wouldn't necessarily – it's a big hiking place, but it's a great uh, scenery spot. Um, it's actually at the – it's just north of the river by the, the dam, um, and it's a great view of, of the river, and you can see Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa. It's It's an awesome spot. I'd also got to imagine, uh, not necessarily here, but I did look at my trails app when I was in Winona, Minnesota. I, if I had more time, I definitely would have given that like some of those places. Uh, and kind of going off of that, um, Starved Rock in Illinois, if you have the opportunity to go hike in Starved Rock, definitely I would do that. I would recommend that. For sure. Um, actually, this is my own question. I'm, I'm popping one in here. Um, we, we were just talking about Twitch streamers, and it made me kind of think. It's, it's, it's a, maybe a controversial topic, but how do video games affect children and, and the youth? So I'm, I don't know, I'm probably kind of old school on this answer. Uh, I think that... I know that there are some positives, and I know that it does give the opportunity to some kids to go out and have com- communications with others. Uh, but I think it's just not, not. I'm not saying it's a waste of time at all. What I'm saying is, is that like I don't think kids understand how to manage their time well when they get into video games, especially at, at the college level. A lot of my teammates, a lot of my fraternity brothers, they wasted time not studying, not doing things that they needed to do because of video games. Uh, you could say the same thing about watching TV or some of your other sports and whatnot. But to me, uh, it just it's kind of also hindered like the social things. Uh, people sitting behind their computer screens, sitting behind uh, their video games, not getting out, not socializing, not understanding the real like world, to be honest. Uh, that's kind of my initial view on the topic. And I will say I can see the pros and cons to both. Uh, I, I just believe there, there should be a limit. Uh, that's just my personal belief. I think you just need to have a balance in everything in life. And that's one of those things that you can get carried away really easily, especially when you're at a younger age, um, when it's hard to, to have that self-control when you're younger. Um, but I know Dex is, is chomping at the bit here to try and to talk about this topic. One sec. So, one, I got one other statement before <laughs> you go, because I know that this is going to get heated. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see some, 
some statistics, some data on the number of kids that play video games over like three hours that also now have like ADD or ADHD. I'd also like to see how many kids that are now have ADD or ADHD because our kids, as soon as they're like, I'm not saying bad parenting at all, um, but uh, all the kids now they're getting hand monitors, they're getting handed cell phones at like two years old. You know what I mean? Like they can yeah. run an iPhone better than some grandparents. It's crazy. Like three year old, like my four year old nephew can probably run my iPhone better than I can. But like, and that's probably saying that I'm old school. I understand that, but. It's crazy that, like, now they have to be so dependent on these different video games that they, in life, when they don't have something to always constantly have their attentions, like, on something, they don't know how to sit in at a table and have a conversation because you actually got to look somebody in the eyes, talk to them, and actually give something to talk about instead of what's in front of you. Right, right. I could see that point. Right. I agree with all of Cole's points. But I actually think that gaming does give those kids a voice. It gives those kids a voice who are shy and they don't really know what first steps that they actually should take to go out and make friends. So if the first friend that they have to make, if it just has to be online and they know a bit of a backstory, but if it's all voice and you you can't put a face to a voice or a name, then that's just how they have to get their start. I think that gaming also allows kids to stay connected. When kids finally graduate from middle school, they move on to high school, and they lose those connections with their friends, or they start venturing off and playing different sports, so their schedules are different, and they they don't have time to actually go outside and ride bikes and climb trees and do all of the wild things that we used to do when we were kids. They could hop on a game for an hour, play with their friends, update on their lives and then they can jump off and go ahead about their day definitely one of the pros is the ability to stay connected with your group of friends yeah you can do that in other platforms but it is kind of a different a different way to stay connected when you're playing a video game together you guys are trying to accomplish a task you're all like mic'd in you can talk to each other joke around i definitely do get that as one of the the positives right but then going to going i'm going to play devil's advocate and as i'm sure i will throughout this uh <laughs> whole question is Having now that those kids and I, I think it's awesome that they have that power, they have that ability to talk to others, and they have that ability to make friends. But I don't want them to sit behind the screen and because the other person can't kick their butt. And I'm not saying like that bullying or anything is like that. But what I'm saying is, is that having those kids that are sitting behind the screen saying different things that they shouldn't be saying. We're now bullying is transferring from in the classroom and in the school to now online, where the people are sitting behind there saying things that they shouldn't say. You can mute other individuals in video games. Right. Okay. So you mute people in video games. Now, when they know who you are in real life, you can't sit behind your computer screen. That is true. I agree with that. And you also aren't supposed to tell people who you are in real life, which sort of defeats the purpose of streaming because some streamers, they will not do a face reveal and some will. Mm. So then that's when all of their personal information comes out. I completely agree. Right. So then... You're telling me that you're not, like, you're making a, a relationship with or a friendship off of a stream name? that So you got an alternate personality that you can't be yourself when you go, why can you not be yourself when you play video games, walk into the school, and be that same person? 
who says you can't be the same person? But you, you can't. Are. You don't even. They don't even want you to know who your name is. The companies for legality reasons. But okay, but what I'm saying is, is that why wouldn't you say that in those video games? Because now this allows for people to be bullies because they don't know your name, mm. and then you can say whatever you want. Correct. I do think that people should sort of pump the brakes and not go all in or full fledged and say inappropriate things to others because it can be a very toxic community, which is some of the issues that gaming did have. But it can be very positive. I agree. And I'm, I'm not going to sit here and bash gaming uh, because it does a lot of educational things, a lot of uh, where technology is going and some of those different opportunities. Uh, sitting down with you and some of the different things that you can do graphic design wise that I wish I could do some of those art different things that technology allows that I'm not tech savvy uh, clearly but having friends that are and it does bring great opportunities that side of things but when it comes to social aspects I think it's hindering the human life and also Cole you touched on time management when it when it comes to gaming now I know people that used to game for at least five hours a night, which that is a bit extreme, especially if you compare it to television because you're probably going to watch TV for about two hours if you're watching a sporting event. Now, there are ways to balance it because when you do finally work your way up the ranks in the esports community and it takes you longer to find games, you can get 20, 30 minutes of studying in here and there. And I can't remember the statistic, but it says for every hour of class, you should put in two hours of studying. So let's say if you game for an hour and then you put 30 minutes in, four games, and then... <laughs> Some quick math there. There goes your, your two hours of studying. So you, you've had friends do that method in the past successfully. Yes. Right? I did that method. Right. Hey, there you go. <laughs> in the past. My only concern is, will they actually do that? Because it sounds good in theory, but if it, it seems to me like you get distracted easily, things come up, you don't actually put the studying time in. But if you have friends that, and you did it yourself, then there you go. And I'm just going to say this is a, a lot of people don't know to do that. Like this is an opportunity. Take that if you're listening, uh, you like video games and you're having a time that you need to study as well. Use that time in between those different games to make sure you're studying. Um, make sure you're getting the things that you need to get done. And again, that time management is huge. Here's a funny Facebook post, actually, from one of my math teachers in high school. And he just posted today, actually. How does a kid who offers up one-word answers to how was your day have such phenomenal communication skills on the Fortnite battlefield? Seriously, this, this kid orchestrates maneuvers with his friends in a crazy way. He's so chatty on the headset. Maybe he'll have a future in the armed forces. But if I have to hear, let's go in celebration one more time, dot, dot, dot. So, yeah, it's a, that's a very interesting take, kind of what we were talking about. The communication skills, does it hurt or hinder? I could see both. I could see it, it helping in certain ways, as in leadership ability potentially. But I could also see it... Uh, hurting your communication skills as in you're not used to in-person communication as much right and i like i mean some of those games they have good structure behind it with having the strategy on right. coming up with those different ways in the battlefield and stuff like that but what i don't think is that having that transition to that next level where right. wh why don't why aren't i mean i understand some of these kids are going to like the military and they are doing some of those things but why isn't there necessarily a program for something to develop from that? Sure. And maybe there is, but I don't know. 
I'm not sure if there is, but it may be coming because some games require more of a skill cap is what it's called than mm. others. So m- games such as Madden or basically any sports game, it doesn't take that much talent per se if you want to put esports in a talent category with other sports um, as it does to play a game such as League of Legends, which you have to know information about 164 different champions and be able to calculate math on the fly and strategy and Mm. things like that. So maybe soon here in the future, there'll be programs. Yeah, and I think... At the end of the day, I mean, you just you really just have to find that balance. I mean, you have to find what's a good balance where I could get what I need to get done, um, and then when can I have my social or, or free time, and how can you balance that with, with your real-life communications? Right. Yep, I think that's beautifully said yeah. right there. Well, that was a long question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, last question, and this one's maybe a little funny one. Um, what is the um, worst place you've ever been stuck for, like stuck in for a long period of time? All right. So I will say a bunch of my friends have been stuck in an elevator, uh, in the exact same elevator twice, where there was like 12 of them in there. And from the snaps that I saw, it was torturous. And they were in there for hours. And some of them were having panic attacks. Some were all calm. Uh, I would hate to be stuck in an elevator like that. That would be a nightmare. Um, but I've never actually been stuck in one thing. I, I've actually, I was actually stuck in the the Beckman elevator my freshman year. Um, oh, I tore my ACL, so I was on crutches. So I mean, I used the elevator a lot. Um, it, luckily, it was only for like forty five minutes, like an hour, and it was just me and one other kid. Um, but I mean, I have been stuck in the elevator, so I can't say that that's that's it wasn't fun that's terrible yeah the the worst place i've actually been stuck and i guess i'm not technically stuck but it feels like i'm stuck uh, was at the dmv in california Uh, it was endless the amount of time i waited i think i waited an entire day like nine plus hours just to get a a new driver's license so that that was pretty bad i'm gonna go with my on the fly kind of answer here i hate traffic like Mm -hmm. absolutely hate it so like if i'm driving to the city and like i'm like for example, I was going to visit my sister one time. We were going to White Sox game for her birthday. And we literally, it took me maybe an hour and a half to travel 12 miles. 12 miles. <laughs> an hour and a half. I could have probably got out of my car. I mean, not really. But I could have almost got like out of my car and rode a bike there faster. Oh, I know I couldn't have ran there. But oh, I absolutely hate traffic. I have road rage. People think that they can maneuver by going in and out. And it's like you're just making things worse. Mm-hmm. Mine's traffic. <laughs> well, what's, well the, what's the worst place you've actually been stuck? Trey? I mean, I, the elevator was not fun. Right. I mean, that, that's that got to be top two or top three. Um, for me, though, really, for my because of my size in airplane, mm. I've been stuck mm. in, like, in between two people of, like, a three, three-person seat um, right. airplane for, like, four or five hours, and it was not fun. I mean, I I had a buddy who actually flew to Australia, and it's like an 18-hour flight or whatever. Uh, There is absolutely no way you could – I would want to do that. That would be terrible. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. I feel like I'm big in an airplane. (laughs) I can't only imagine what you feel like. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, so that was that was all the questions that we had for today. Um, but feel free again to tweet at us, DM us um, Tuesdays WNC on Twitter. Yeah, and then a couple other things. Uh, it was great seeing all the support this weekend. Uh, Dewhawk supporting Dewhawks. Great showing at the soccer game. Great showing at the football game. And one thing that we're gonna kind of start finishing up our shows with that was that quote of the week. And this week is, if you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. Kind of use that quote. But uh, thanks for listening in with Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. Catch you next week. Yeah.